Hey, welcome to Tune Time, bringing you Newcastle United news and discussion. So, um, straight into it, it's, it's just a little review after the past game on Saturday, as well as a little um, preview after upcoming uh, Carabao Cup semi final against uh, Southampton. So, yeah, this, um, yeah, Saturday was frustrating. It was quite frustrating from what I was watching. You know, um, it's, we're, we're creating half chances, but you can you can see the attacking players quite stagnant at times at the moment. I don't know how um, how Eddie Howe and the coaching staff are gonna address this. As um, he's still trying to, you can see they're still trying to bring Sam Maxman and um, Alexander Isaac up to full speed, but um. You can see, I've seen suggestions about Callum Wilson looking quite sluggish, and and he did look, he did look like that a bit. He did, he did look a bit out of sorts, but um, it may also be that it's due to the, he's not really being able to have that same amount of space behind the defense to exploit, so he's having to just make those slight adjustments, yeah, and which he will do because he still got, gets into good positions. I think he had a good chance for a header, which was quite, but it was just tame. It was tame when he um when he when he reached him. So yeah, it's just one of those things. At the moment, unfortunately, Ramon's not really hasn't been scoring. We always knew it may come a period where he is gonna level off because his goal scoring run was unprecedented for him. I think even in his career, really, I don't think he's ever been a prolific goal scorer like that. But it was always gonna come where where he'll have a lean period and teams are kind of. Starting to target the right hand side, you know, trying to close down him and Kieran Trippier's combination. And, um, you know, the midfield, it's got, I think, a couple of chances. Everything was just scrappy, almost, against Crystal Palace. That's what the teams are trying to do right now, you know, make it very scrappy, defending quite deeply, you know, catching us on the break if they can. I mean, you saw when they pulled this, the savior to make from, um, Crystal Palace's uh, Mateta, I think it is. Yeah, he made a brilliant save. And that, that really helped us because they wouldn't have deserved to win. And if they had scored, I don't know if we would have been able to get back into it. And in the first half, I remember Jordan Inton had a chance and shot quite tame like the keeper. It's just it's just that lack of quality at the moment in front of goal. We're, we're, because in the past four games, it's only one goal scored. But we've kept clean sheets in every one, which, um, which is... Uh, Something to be proud of, and now we brought a record, I believe, um, 15 games unbeaten. So Eddie Howe's got that record. He took it from Alan Pardew. So yeah, there's things, there's shoots of um of hope, you know. There's there's things to build on. So even though at the moment there is that frustration that we aren't really grabbing hold of games and you know cleaning up the opposition, getting those wins that we. That we should we really do deserve. We, we should have won against Crystal Palace, personally, and against um who else? Just one moment. I'm just trying to remember now. It's just this. It's just been really frustrating that we're getting opportunities. Well, half opportunities. And we're just not hitting the um, back of the net at the moment. And it's just one of those things that um.
Uh, things aren't going well for us here. Yeah. Because Arsenal, that was an ex excellent point, really. And we, we were doing what teams are doing to us. We Basically, the game, what Leeds done to us, we done to Arsenal. So, it's just swings and roundabouts. So, we had to play in a certain way to get points. And, you know, all right, it's... um. Six points from a possible 12 in the past four games, but it's a decent return. We know we're gonna need more if we're trying to finish top six, hopefully, top four. But you know, it's just, it's just that period of adjustment that now teams are really respecting how dangerous we are as an um, attacking unit and the fact that we're so hard to break down. So Eddie Howe's starting to marry though is it's just a, a fine balancing act because a few games ago we were smacking teams regularly three four goals so uh, it's not really a cause of concern it's getting players back especially in their attacking areas which was necessary and um, hopefully they can get um, a couple of signings in because that is very necessary now that Chris Wood has left on loan to um, Nottingham Forest. John Joe Shaw is probably not going to be back for a while. So, it was already a need that was that was necessary. Because even though uh, Bruno can play in that, um, that deeper line role, that, that number six role, and he did that when he was at uh, Olympic Leon, I believe. When he was playing box-to-box -box for us last season, he was really immense and... I think they have really do have to target someone who's more that defensive mind who can, um, you know, keep possession and just pass it on to the players who are a bit more creative, like um, Bruno, which will will cause a lot more problems for teams because when Bruno's having to come from so deep, it's it's very difficult, you know, for him to pick out them balls and then get back in, into the correct defensive positions and I think that's what we're struggling with we're just missing that um, attacking edge if Bruno's taken out of the game we don't really have that number 10 we have very industrious uh, midfielders in um, Joel Linton Sean Longstaff and um, Joel Willock but they just don't really have that ingenuity that the ability to pick the locks in, in um, the, uh, the opposition defences so hopefully we can sort that out hopefully there's a, a signing brought in definitely need um, a forward player I would say more so than a striker someone who can play on the flanks and through the middle and just give that um, extra depth because that's what we're lacking and at the moment it is very much a case of um, being ahead of schedule in the project and we're just lacking that depth when you see the best teams in the league you know Man City um, Arsenal, Man United, well I wouldn't say Man United as much but especially Man, the, the cream of the crop is Man City, when you look at them basically you can see there is no drop off really from their first team to the what they may consider second team, you know, like the difference between, who can I say, say like um, Myers and Foden or Bernardo Silva, you know, even when I'm saying it, it sounds almost ridiculous, like, how can you say, There's, there is basically no difference between the players, and at the moment, it's there's a heavy cliff, 
like between like Almiron to Jacob Murphy. You know, when Sam when Sam Maxman was playing Ryan Fraser, I mean it's it's just a chasm of difference in terms of quality. There isn't that much between um Callum Wilson and Addison the Isaac, but they were previously both injured at the same time and then it was from them two to Chris Wood it was just there's a big drop in quality. Even though they work extremely hard, I'm not gonna disrespect the ability to put in the effort and hard work for the team. If we're being honest, there is a difference in their actual playing ability. And um, that, that's what's going to have to be addressed, hopefully, by the end of this uh, transfer window. But we already know it's going to be very difficult. Teams aren't really willing to um, negotiate with Newcastle, especially in the Premier League, I believe, because there is a seeming resentment, uh, I believe, and teams aren't willing to negotiate. Or if they are, they're going to um, give a, a, a premium because of the perception that Newcastle are supposedly the richest club in the world, which is, they have the richest owners when you consider the PIF, I suppose, but it doesn't work like that. Newcastle United aren't the richest club in in world um, club football because of measures like um, financial fair play. So that, that's a whole different issue and uh, I'm getting off track. But um, basically, um, Back to the game on Saturday, I did feel that I was just frustrated watching it because they were there, they were there to be um, taken down basically and we just couldn't open them up and I believe once it clicks, once we get a, a game where we do it, we just beat down a team, we're going to be back in motion, you know, because I do feel in, even though it will be premature to get into Europe, it's good for the players to have that motivation to reach for those higher levels. And it will also attract um, signings to, to join the club. You know, players will be more willing to come because they know there'll be opportunities to be into the rotation and they'll get games and be able to showcase their abilities to um, a wider audience when they're playing in Europe. So I really feel like... Um, that Eddie Howard does have a plan and everyone just has to be patient and trust in what he's doing because all, all everyone has to remember this time last year we were very much in the relegation zone everyone was feeling like it's, it could be over we were going back to the championship again you know basically because of the previous regimes and neglect and um, irresponsibility but He's shown that he can steady a ship and, and get it going in, in the right direction. So I believe that we just have to respect what his process and what he's trying to do. There are things that frustrate me about what, when you're watching the game, like his later substitutions, but every manager has their um, their nuances, their, their way of doing things. And I feel like he just likes to try and keep that, that balance on the pitch and not try and disrupt things. You know, he'll try and give out instructions and players will hopefully follow them and they're, they're, um, his vision of what he sees out on the pitch will come to um, fruition. And I feel that's how he tries to do things. And if he has to shut the team with substitutions, then he'll do it. And that's how I feel like he tries to um, manipulate the opposition and 
try and find ways to break them down. But that's why when Sam Maxman came out, he straight away he got a lot more attention. And the game was slightly opening up, but it just we just looked like we were lacking ideas. Just that lack of ingenuity, like everyone's been saying, like in the forums and like I always say on Reddit and all those type of things, in the blogs like um, New, Newcastle United blog, that we're missing that like number ten, that attacking midfielder. You can give that that creativity because Bruno's playing too deep at the moment. And like I said, even though Jolinton, Longstaff, and then Weller work really hard, and the cover spaces, the press really well, they don't. They've never really shown that ability on the ball to um, pick out those passes. You know, they've they got that effort and everything, but that that ingenuity is very hard to find in players. And unfortunately, we don't have that beyond Bruno. And like with Kieran Trippier with his uh, crossing ability. And because John Joe's not available, even though I'm not a great fan of him, he does, when he's ready, he does have a quality ball on him. But I feel like with him, he's very hit and miss. But he looks like he was really trying hard to play this season. And he's just been hit by the injury bug when he's, he got himself into the best shape of his life. He looks really sharp in pre-season. I was even a bit excited to see what he was going to do. And he got those unfortunate injuries. And um, I don't know if he'll even be back for Newcastle. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with his situation as well. Yeah, so um, all in all, disappointed with that draw. But it was a good away point. You know, getting points away from home always has to be um, applauded. We, I wish we'd taken the three points that, that were there. But... It's just one of those um, situations where you just have to, you just have to accept it and just move on. I know that the team probably were disappointed, but I know Eddie Howe will refocus them onto the game against Southampton tomorrow, and just Tuesday. Yeah, and um, I'm looking forward to that. I think we got a good chance of uh, getting something at um, St Mary's. You know, at least you know keep them quiet. But they're going to be a very, very tough um, team. They're, you can see that w when they beat um, Man City, that there's a freedom in their play. And not having the pressure of the Premier League is an escape for those players because they're in a lot of trouble at the moment. You know, bottom of the league. And it don't look like they're, they're going to be coming back into the um, into the race. But it's, it's not that... not um. They're not that far adrift. It's only two points away from safety for them. But they've not been performing particularly well. And I think they lost against um, Villa, was it? At home. So, yeah. So they're going to want to um, respond against us tomorrow and try and get something. And I think it's going to be a very interesting game because both teams are quite disappointed from the weekend's results. So they're going to want want to prove something and it'd be a good chance for Eddie Howe to um, try and integrate Sam Maxman and um, Alexander Isaac into the team, get them some minutes and get them some fluency and fluidity in, in their game and their um, their partnerships, you know, because it, it does take while a little bit of time to get that rhythm, that understanding of each other's game, the way that you move. The way that you like to receive the ball, it just those little things. It does take a little bit of um, time. You can do it on the training pitch, but it's not the same as in match. And once they get it right, I think they'll be flying. And 
that will make us a lot more dangerous, especially for games like when we face the likes of Crystal Palace and Leeds, who are going to try and sit deep and frustrate us. That having players like um, those coming off the bench or already starting and having that rhythm with each other is going to make us a lot more dangerous. And we're going to be able to pull teams apart a lot, um, a lot more. Because I do feel like this is a really great opportunity to get into get to Wembley, you know. I'm not looking beyond Southampton because they've shown they can beat anyone under the and the, the beat Man City. No one expected anyone to be beating Man City. It was, it was a lot of us were hoping the only time we played them, maybe the final. If we're being honest, no one wanted to face them in any of the earlier rounds and Southampton have managed to get past them. So they're going to have no fear for us. They're going to, you know, they, this is an escape for the players and the, and the fringe players in their team to get some minutes and for um, Nathan Jones to try and implement some new strategies to get some confidence into his players. So um, we have to be aware of them, be, be very wary of them because they're going to be dangerous. But they have to be worrying, they have to worry about what we're going to bring to the table as well. Because I think Eddie Howe's got a plan to really um, let the players out off the, off the leash and cause a lot of damage because these one goal in four games, I know that he won't be happy with that because he will, he's renowned as an attack-minded coach first and foremost. Well, he's just um, he's just ha making certain that he's got a solid defence because he's been criticised about that quite a bit. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to that tomorrow. So once again, thank you for listening. And wherever you are, have a good morning, afternoon, evening or night. Peace.